0: As a busy mom, do you struggle to think about changing your eating habits? Maybe it's more tempting to go on another diet because they tell you exactly what foods to eat and when. Maybe you know dieting won't work for you, but you really have no idea where to start with making changes. I get it. Changing habits around food is hard. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes energy, all of which are in short supply as a mom, right? But I can tell you today that you can do this. You can begin changing your eating habits and losing weight and breaking free from emotional eating and all the things, and it doesn't have to be complicated. I want to share two simple healthy eating tips that will give you a firm foundation to change your eating habits for good, without the feeling of overwhelm, guilt, or shame that often comes with dieting. Okay? Cool. Let's get into it. Hey, sweet mama. Welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. Do you want to consistently make your healthiest choices so you can finally get to a weight you love? Do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals or motivation to work out? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids again? Hey, I'm Lauren. I too was a mom who wanted to lose weight. I too worried that my health was taking up too much of my time and energy and wished that I could finally let go of the number on the scale and have a healthy relationship with food and exercise. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really mattered to me. But I kept telling myself that I'd never have the discipline to consistently make healthy choices and that I'd just keep falling off the wagon. Until I found a little secret that helped me get to and stay at a weight I love. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and quick tips you need to live healthy consistently through mindful eating, fitness made simple, and mindset transformation so that you will live in true confidence at a weight you love and as the mama God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, grab your healthy snack, and let's do this. Welcome back to another episode. I am so glad that you are here today. So besides having walked this out in my own life and hearing from many of you and the other moms that I've worked with, what inspired this episode was a question I got recently. This mom asked, how do we as busy moms implement simple, healthy eating habits? See, I love being able to come on here and answer questions like this that I get because I know she's not the only one wondering this. If you have a question or you want to hear me speak on something specific that you're going through, send me a message. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me or send me a DM on Facebook. Um, The links for those are in the show notes. But yeah, don't hesitate to reach out because, you know, likely your question or situation will bless someone else when they hear the answer or hear me talk about it. So, alrighty, Uh, my favorite method to teach moms when it comes to learning to eat healthy without dieting is what I like to call mindful nutrition. Now, this is a process for adopting intuitive eating. The basic idea is being fully present, mindful of what you're eating. See, I think so often as busy moms, it's easy to get caught up in the moment, in the habits, in the stress of life and littles that you literally just don't take the time to slow down and recognize the choices that you're making around your eating. And more than that, you know, we don't slow down enough to recognize how foods and our eating is making us feel. See, I say us here because this is where I was. I was in a place where I was making food choices on autopilot, I didn't really care how eating five cookies at a time made me feel physically because I was convinced that it was helping me emotionally. See, I didn't really care that drinking three cups of coffee a day was causing me to not sleep very well, which led to the cycle of being more tired the next day and drinking more and more coffee. I didn't feel like I had the capacity to choose any differently, so I didn't even try. And when I began to make some of these changes in my life one at a time, after Having done the dieting thing and gotten to my goal weight and not felt any better mentally and emotionally, I saw how much of a difference it could make. I began to feel. I began living mindfully and growing in the awareness of how various foods made me feel or just how many unhealthy food choices I was making on autopilot without much thought. And I began to make different choices. Suddenly, I was empowered to eat healthier without dieting and I felt so much better about it. Developing this awareness and giving space to yourself to process things like this can make all the difference. I like to say, if you don't know where else to start, start with getting curious and asking yourself why. Like, do you always finish your kids' foods from their plate when they don't? Why? Maybe you struggle with a mindset of wastefulness that's winning over your desire to not overeat. Or do you find yourself eating out a lot on busy weeknights? Why? You know, maybe the real issue isn't the choice to eat out. It's the lack of meal planning and making yourself too busy. Do you always crave sugar in the afternoons? Why? Maybe you're feeling tired and you really need rest. Maybe you're bored and you need something productive to do. Maybe you're lonely and you need adult interaction. Does that make sense? So this habit of asking yourself why and really digging in and being honest with yourself can be really hard, right? Because it requires you to slow down for a second, to actually tune in with yourself and put the focus on yourself rather than everyone else around you. But I promise that taking care of you needs to be a top priority because it will allow you to be the mom you want to be, the wife you want to be. It allows you to refocus and realign yourself in your relationship with God, too. It's just a really powerful tool. And I really wasn't planning on talking about it this much, but hopefully you feel equal parts encouraged and challenged. So actually, let me lead in to the two things I want to talk about in this way. I'm wondering if maybe you begin asking yourself why, but then you don't know where to go from there. Like, you know, maybe a certain decision isn't the right or the healthiest decision, but you don't know the alternative. Or maybe you don't even know some of the not so great food choices you're making because it's just what you've always done and there's some awareness or knowledge lacking there too that's where these two simple food habits can come in handy they will give you a baseline a place to start to even know when to be asking yourself the hard why questions so the two things i love to start with when it comes to eating more mindfully are number one recognizing your hunger and full cues and number two making food choices based on caloric density okay saying those out loud make them sound a little bit complicated And they might sound a little bit uh, complicated to you, but I want to break them down and give you just a super short overview um, and hopefully make them simple to understand Um, all in the next, you know, 10 or so minutes of today's episode. (laughs) So if you start listening to this and it's clicking, um, you know, you're getting it, but you know you need more. You need some extra support around learning and implementing these habits. I want to encourage you to check out my brand new online course, the Empowered Health Framework. It's actually just launching this week if you're listening along live, and I am so excited to have this powerful tool out in the world. Anyways, in the course, I actually walk you through my entire process and teach you exactly how to implement mindful nutrition to make it a part of your day-to-day eating habits. I break it down into super simple, easy-to-follow steps because I know that it can be really overwhelming to think about making these big changes, which is why I love teaching it in bite-sized pieces, especially because I know as a mom, you have to just start where you are. You have to work with what you can and then seek to grow and change from there. So yeah, you can check out more about that at healthyandempoweredliving.com forward slash course. And uh, feel free to reach out if you have any questions about that. But back on topic. So habit number one. Simple eating habit number one that I want to talk about is recognizing your body's hunger and full cues. See, the biggest part of mindful nutrition is learning or rather relearning how to eat when you're hungry and not eat when you're not hungry. And that really requires you to pay close attention, you know, to observe how much you're eating, to to notice when you're eating when you're not hungry, to learn to not always rely on the clock to tell you when it's time to eat and, and learn to listen to your body and things like that. I know for me personally, I always struggled with feeling like I had to finish the food that was in front of me, even if I wasn't hungry for it, or worse, when I was already stuffed. See, what I learned to actually leave the food on my plate, that it was okay to leave food on my plate or to save it for later, it made a huge difference in my health. I stopped overeating, which not only led me to consume less calories, but it also allowed me to stop feeling the guilt and the shame of that action too. See, I think so often we forget what it feels like to be hungry or full, And it really is a process of relearning that, relearning to listen to and trust your body's messages to you. So slowing down enough to, again, recognize when your body is telling you it's hungry and when it's telling you it's full. If you want more on this, I did an episode a while back called Struggling with Overeating, Two Mindset Shifts to Help You Feel Full Right Away. And it was episode 35. So you can go back and give that a a listen if this one is hitting home for you at all. Um, So habit number two, is choosing foods based on caloric density. Basically, choosing nutritious foods. Now, I don't think there are good or bad foods. God made all food, so that's what I teach. And I definitely think that that diet mentality has fed us that lie for a really long time that certain foods are bad, which in turn has left those of us who have tried dieting struggling to overcome feelings of guilt when it comes to eating certain foods, right? But I will say at the same time, I also think... There are foods that feed our body nutrients and foods that just really hinder our ability to live as our healthiest and best selves, right? It all comes down to making choices, being able to get yourself to a place where you are choosing foods that fuel your body over foods that don't. And that's where the mindfulness piece comes in. Because again, you have to be aware of your choices and get curious with yourself about those choices, not condemning yourself, but getting curious. Now, I'm curious, what comes to mind for you when I talk about foods that are nutritious versus foods that are not as nutritious? Because you may hear the terms nutritious foods or caloric density and have no idea what that means. And that's okay. We live in an overly food-obsessed culture where that's const- the, there's constant marketing about foods and diets and all the things, which makes eating healthy super confusing sometimes. And I want to try and cut out that confusion a bit and explain it In a way where you can go and start applying these things today, okay? So caloric density by definition is the amount of calories in a food relative to its weight. The example I always share with this is about grapes and raisins. And if you followed me for some time, you may have heard me talk about this before. So my question that I always start with is: do you think that a hundred calories of of grapes is the same as a hundred calories of raisins? If you said no, you'd be right. But why? Because if you take a hundred calories of grapes, you're looking at about two cups of grapes, which is quite a bit. But if you're looking at 100 calories of raisins, you'll only have about a fifth of a cup. You know, that's about the amount that you might fit in the palm of your hand if you kind of make a cup with your hand. Like, not a lot. Which would you choose if you were going for a snack? Now, you may wonder why in the world this matters or what it has to do with being mindful about your nutrition. So think about if you ate 100 calories of grapes, how would you feel versus if you ate 100 calories of raisins, how would you feel? My guess is if you tried to just eat that small amount of raisins, you'd likely be reaching for a second handful, right? Why? Because it doesn't fill you up. The water content in grapes fills you up way more. Hopefully that makes sense. So when you look at the foods you're choosing, I like to teach you to look for ways to add low caloric density foods like grapes or other fruits or veggies or other things that have high water content that cause them to weigh more, but they don't have as many calories in them. So adding things like that to your diets. And then I also encourage you to to aim for less, or at least the proper serving sizes of higher caloric density foods like seeds, nuts, or other highly processed foods, basically something that doesn't weigh a whole lot, but has a whole lot of calories in it. Um, It's interesting to, if you, when you start looking at Different serving sizes of different seeds and nuts, and um, you know, dried fruit, dried fruits, and processed foods and things like that. You'll notice that they have a lot more calories. Whereas if you look up, for example, how many calories are in a banana, I think there's like 78 um, or maybe 100 calories in a banana. Um, so, doing those comparisons in your head is really what I'm trying to teach here. So, again, I'm not saying that any particular food is bad, I want you to hear me on this. I'm merely giving you a simple tool to use to inform your food choices in the most healthy and nutritious way. Again, if you want more teaching on this or you're wondering where to find out all this information, you can reach out to me or check out my new course, The Empowered Health Framework, where I get into more details and walk you through this process step-by-step. So hopefully these two habits around food choices give you somewhere to start when it comes to making your healthiest choices, and getting out of this diet mentality. See, the key is to start where you are and grow from there. Start by making small choices and then over time, add more and more. Like swap your afternoon snack of crackers with some fruit or veggies. You know, begin to slow down your eating at one meal a day and notice when you really feel full. Things like that. And remember, you can do this one step at a time. And as I say frequently, invite the Lord into this journey with you and let him inform your choices too. That can make a huge difference. So I pray that this blesses you as you continue living healthy and empowered for the glory of God by the power of the Holy Spirit. Do you wish there was a way to enjoy the cupcake and not feel bad about it? Do you wish there was a way to actually work out consistently and even love it? Do you wish there was a way you could live healthy while saving time and energy? I know what it feels like for food to control you, to be obsessed with how much you are or aren't working out, and to find that every time you look in the mirror, you see something less than the beauty you hoped to find. You wonder if you'll ever be able to consistently make healthy choices, if you'll always feel like motivation runs out as quickly as it arrives, or if you'll ever learn to see yourself in the loving way you know you should. Imagine if you became the woman who naturally makes the best decisions for her health. The woman who craves nutritious foods over sugary snacks and actually enjoys exercising. Well, that's why I'm creating the Empowered Health Framework where I'll teach you mindful nutrition and joyful movement to help you create more energy in less time. You will be able to naturally make the best decisions for your health in a way that honors the Lord without obsessing over diets or exercise, without feeling shame or guilt around every choice and without taking up all of your time. You'll walk away with freedom and joy around making healthy choices so you can get to a weight that you love, live with more energy and less stress, focus your time and thoughts where you truly want, and ultimately live out the changes you desire to make in your life in a way that's natural and sustainable, all while deepening your relationship with the Lord. So, if you're ready to get healthy and fit for life without obsessing over diets or exercise, in a simple and easy to follow plan that works for your busy mom life, I've got just the thing for you. I'd like to personally invite you into my brand new go at your own pace online course, Empowered Health Framework, so you can learn to live healthy God's way. And as a special bonus, if you sign up before the end of February, you'll save an extra $100 off using the promo code earlybird23. So go ahead and visit healthyandempoweredliving.com forward slash course and get signed up today so you can finally find the time to get to a weight you love and consistently prioritize your health in a way that's simple so you can have more energy to create the mom life you love. Thanks for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes each week. Also, it would make my day to hear from you. Will you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts, rate the show, and write a short review? That helps me to know what you want to hear more of and helps more women find the show, learn, and be encouraged too. Lastly, if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support and encouragement you need on your journey to healthy and empowered living. From Ephesians 3, 16 through 19, I pray that from God's glorious unlimited resources, He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. Then Christ will make His home in your hearts as you trust in Him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand how wide, how long, how high, and how deep His love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God.